So I was on the bus the other day, right? Wow, the bus. And I don't know about other countries, but you know the way on the Dublin bus bus, there's the seats, but they're tiered. Okay, yeah, so they go higher as the further back you go. Yeah. So I was on the bus and I was sitting on the high seat the other day. Yeah. This woman came along and she sat beside me, right? And she had a big smelly packet of King Crisps in her hands, right? Oh. So she's there eating the crisps, eating the crisps. Next of all, she drops a crisp onto the person in front of her's head. What? (laughs) So she's just there sitting there looking at the crisp. And the person starts scratching their head, aware that something has just touched their head. It's like that moment where you think there's something around you, but you're not entirely too sure. Exactly. So the person's there scratching their head. So she picks up the crisp again and she eats it. Oh, off the person's head? Yeah. I know, I feel like I'm partially responsible just because I watched this and I allowed it to happen. What flavour crisp was it? It was king, so it was cheese and onion. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, king is like no, the best no, crisp. No, I just uh, it's it's the the, the crisp uh, on the person's head. I know. Imagine that person just had a crisp on their head and they're not aware of it and they <sighs> might not wash their hair for days. I feel like that's worse than eating it off the floor. How? <laughs> oh. Because it's someone's head. You don't know what's in their head. I know. Imagine if they had dandruff or just like little lice things and she could have eaten the lice. No. No. It's Why did you let that happen? <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Tell the person next to you, don't you dare eat that crisp. She already had it in her mouth and all before I could go, what? Oh. <sighs> crispy head this is what would you do if the podcast to answer all of your what would you do if questions so let's dive back into the pool of what would you do if questions and it's what would you do if you were melting this week although really it's a little bit of a clickbaity title because really it's what would you do in a heat wave it's not clickbaity you said to me on the bus on the way here uh, don't you think what would you do in a heat wave is a little bit boring we need to come up with something a little more jazzy Do you know what clickbait actually is? Something that is to draw people in, but it's not real. Yeah, basically, I remember watching Philip DeFranco describe it really well. So he's a YouTuber and he does lots of news videos. And he posted once about what a clickbait title is. Yeah. It's a headline that grabs you, but doesn't deliver on the headline. Okay. So, you know, when you see a news article and it just takes the most outrageous stance on a story and then you're like, that's not really what the story's about. Yeah. Whereas it's not clickbait if we deliver on what would you do if you were melting. So if the person listening to this right now, if you think this answers the question, what would you do if you were melting, that's not clickbait. Okay, so we've just got to make sure that we answer the question. Yeah. So if you were melting, what would you do? I feel like if it's really warm outside... I'm either going to be in two moods, right? So when I'm abroad and it's really warm out, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love this so much. Like I've got my Factor 50 on, even though Callum doesn't do a great job. Let's not talk about this again. Let's just gloss over the fact that I'm awful at applying sunscreen on other people. Yeah, so I'll just be like, yeah, this is great. I'm just enjoying this one. Whereas when it comes to Ireland, sometimes I'm just in too bad a mood. I'm like, no, get rid of the sun. I don't want to. It's, I think it's different, say, when you're at work or something and you're really sticky and sweaty and horrible and then you've got to deal with work as well. It's just like it's an unwanted situation. Yeah, because we don't have suitable clothes for work 
which also deals with the summer because nobody is ever prepared for that. So when the sun just magically arrives, it's like, oh my God, what am I going to wear? Like you're currently working in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak for women, but for men in my place of work, the radio station, you can wish, well, uh, because I don't work in a serious job. I don't do sales or stuff. I can wear shorts to work and I'm already bats an eyelid. I guess like the doctors couldn't really wear shorts. No, they can wear like dresses and stuff if they're long dresses, they're flowy, they're light. Yeah. I think if I was melting, I was like dripping in sweat. I just would want to go somewhere cool, like a pool. Again, that's not really ideal in Ireland. But like when we were on holiday, I was literally living in that swimming pool. Yeah. Or a giant freezer. A giant freezer? Yes. Now, where are you going to find one of them? Well, let's just think about it. At ours, in the shed, there's a big chest freezer. There is. Now, there's currently a lot of frozen products in there. It's stuffed to the rim. But I just tip all that out into the garden and I get in the freezer. So you would throw out lots of edible food that's absolutely fine so that you could sit in the freezer? Yes. And then the freezer would end up having all the ice that's around it, defrosting. You'd end up sitting in a little swimming pool and then you might drown. No, because it's not that deep. What if it electrocutes you? No, it won't electrocute me. Just hear me out. Like, we buy another chest freezer, move all the food from the old freezer, which is a little bit broken, into the new freezer. And then the old freezer is the cooling down people freezer. (laughs) You see, what I'm imagining is in the cooling down freezer, yeah, all the ice like melts. Yeah, you're sitting there in all the melty ice water. Yeah, and then there's a spider or a snail that comes at you. You start panicking because there's no easy way to get out of that chest freezer. You go to slip, and you're waving your arms around. You accidentally stick your finger into a socket. <laughs> then you're electrocuted. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's accidentally waved their arms around and went, oh, are my fingers in a plug socket now? You don't read enough news about Florida men then, uh, Callum. Okay. Well, maybe I'm not a Florida man, but I, I just think that's a good idea. I would say it's cost effective. It's better than buying an aircon unit because you can't use an aircon unit all year round because in the wintertime when you don't need cold air, it just sits in the attic or something. But you always need a freezer. Yeah, but what about the other people in the house? Are you just going to take turns with them? First come, first served. It's like the Hunger Games. So an aircon unit would benefit everyone. Everyone, yeah. What are we going to do with the dogs and the rabbit? Got to get their own freezer. Although I wouldn't advise putting any animals in the freezer. Don't try that at home, kids. (laughs) So it's not really cost effective. It's cost effective for me. I'm just thinking about myself. What should you do? Right. The weather is really... I'd say the weather is really good at the minute. The, the weather has been all right. The weather was really good last week when we were supposed to do this. But yeah. now it's like cloudy. It's gone cloudy. Like I was wearing my shorts to work for about three out of the five days last week. I haven't worn my shorts at all this week. But the, the warm weather is on the horizon and there was a massive heat wave in Europe over the last couple of weeks and I know some people died. So it's a it's a serious thing, isn't it? Yeah, like with a heat wave, you're at risk of so many things. You're at risk of dehydration, so not having enough fluids in you. You're at risk of overheating. and That can make things worse for people who might already be ill or if they have issues with their heart or breathing and stuff. Because you know just how difficult it is to kind of breathe when it's all stuffy and warm. Yeah. And then you're at risk of heat stroke. Now, do you know what heat stroke is? Is it just like when you overheat? Like a, like when a computer overheats, it just powers down? 
yeah basically that's it um, when I was looking into this I didn't realise how serious that actually was okay so when your body gets to about 40 degrees that's when it's called heat stroke alright and what's what's the normal temperature of a person it's like 30 something isn't it yeah I think it's usually like 37.5 so it's only a couple of degrees more yeah but that's really serious for your body so yeah. Like your internal, your internal organs. <laughs> your organs. <laughs> yeah, your um, vital organs. They start to swell. Yeah. When they get too warm, and that can lead to like permanent damage. It can lead to brain damage, and that's how people actually end up dying from heat stroke. They get too badly damaged. I was going back to your point about like dehydration and stuff. There was uh, an interesting point where I noticed last night. So we were at the Westlife gig in Croke Park last night. And it was my first gig, it was my first Westlife gig, which people in this country just can't get their heads around. So we were in the general standing, but we were right at the front of the barrier. And the security guards and the, the, the stewards and stuff had a bit like loads of big buckets of water, didn't they? And they kept handing out glasses of water, which I've never known that to happen before. Really? Like I've known... Um, like you have the free water taps and things like that. There's there's been a lot of Glastonbury over the um, a couple of weekends ago. They were really praised for how many water taps they have, and they do all the environmental and eco stuff. So like, good on them. But I never knew that sort of thing with the stewards and the, the the cups of water and things like that. That's mad. So it shows, I think, how much more responsible companies are being. So I'm a little bit intrigued about heat stroke. So you say that your body starts struggling when you get to about 40 degrees. Now what's the key signs of that? So mainly it would be like if you're vomiting, or if you're feeling nauseous, um, then that's a sign because your organs are kind of going, oh, what's going on? I'm so hot. So it, would you say that's a little bit like you're a bit fluey, but you're feeling like you're burning up? Yeah, you'd be really warm, obviously, um, but then you'd also might see yourself sweating differently. So if you're after being exercising, yeah. and that's what brings on the heat stroke, you might feel like your skin's a bit dry or moist. Oh, okay. Moist. Ooh. Or if it's brought on by the hot weather, your skin will feel really hot and dry. Okay, so you'd be sweating, but you'd also be like, it'd be sticky. Yeah. Also, you could get like a bit confused or anxious. Okay. So if your mental state seems to change, yeah, then that's another sign of heat stroke. If you're really warm, were you saying that like that's like lightheadedness, just confusion, agitation, like your speech could start slurring, yeah, um, and that's all to do with your brain swelling and kind of getting damaged, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And then you could have rapid breathing, or your heart could be racing. Like there's so many things that kind of could be going on for you, and you might not even realise it's heat stroke. I think the worst thing is when it is really warm and there's no like wind chill or anything that's when you start struggling for breath because you're trying to get in fresh air like when you go outside and you just get hit by the hot weather and it's, it takes your breath away because you you expect a little bit of coolness and there's nothing there it kind of feels like you can taste the dryness yeah. of the air like it's awful it's like when people say you get off the aeroplane in a really warm country and it just hits you. We didn't get that when we went away because it was a little bit overcast, but you could still feel the heat, couldn't you? Like you have to be particularly careful if you're if you've got a child. Yeah. So it's the usual suspects there. <laughs> <laughs> average gear children old people people with heart problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> um also people with serious mental health problems oh, okay um which is interesting or people who misuse alcohol or drugs or even if you're just drinking a lot 
of alcohol while you're away on holidays going oh this great great weather drinking loads of pints you might think that you're doing great by hydrating yourself yeah. but alcohol can actually lead to dehydration which is the complete opposite that's exactly the thing like even if i have maybe two or three pints now i will get a really dry mouth and you're in the back of the mind and that's when people in the hot weather when they're out by the river or they're out in festivals and something and they're really warm and they're, they're down in the pints thinking because you get that instant refreshment there of the, the liquid hitting you, but then 20 minutes down the line, you start gasping. Like, don't get me wrong, the older people, young people, like, they're the most at risk, but yeah. in a really big heat wave, anybody could end up suffering from heat stroke. It doesn't just have to be, oh, I don't have to worry about myself because my heart is fine. You've just got to look after yourself, basically. Yeah, and you should contact your doctor as well, because apparently some medication can make you more at risk of heat stroke. Oh. Like stuff to do with like heart tablets and stuff, anything that could kind of alter how you respond to needing to sweat. Well, that's great for me, isn't it? <laughs> so On the blood pressure medication. So like the reason that older people are at risk is because their body responds less quickly to the heat, yeah. which means that they don't sweat as quickly and that's why they're more at risk. Isn't it mad? You sometimes see old people out in the street when it's really warm and they're wearing like big coats and jumpers and stuff. You've got to be thinking, are they not sweating? <laughs> when do you see that? Uh, now and again. <laughs> now and again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an observation. <laughs> Clearly you've not seen it. No, we don't have nice enough weather for me to be noticing these things. Oh, that's true. So basically, like you said, it is the usual suspects, but you've just got to watch out. It's basically like you look at um, sun cream and stuff like that. People think, ah, oh, no, I can get away with not burning. And then bang, crash wallop, you get burnt. You just just be careful. Yeah, like make sure you go somewhere cool. Yeah. Um, It seems like so obvious when you're talking about it. You say somewhere cool, do you mean a chest freezer? No, just figure out which room in the house is the coolest. Yeah. Go there. That's it. <laughs> the one with the freezer. <laughs> okay, you can go to the shed. I'll okay. just chill in the attic. It's grand. Cool. Yeah, go to wherever is cool. Yeah. Close the curtains, close the blinds. Become a recluse. Yes, this is the dream. <laughs> Don't leave the house. This is literally all I want in life. I just want a heat wave to kind of make everything shut down for a few days in Ireland and I can just stay in the room by myself and just do nothing. Has that ever happened here? It's never happened back home. You know, like when we had the bad snow and everywhere closed. Has there ever been heat so bad where it's like, actually, let's not go into work today, just stay at home? I don't think so in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for the highest ever temperature in Ireland. Yeah, it doesn't tell me that anywhere has been closed because of the heat. But did you know the least foggiest weather station in Ireland is Cork Airport? Ooh. Mm. Oh, no, that's the foggiest station. Oh. <laughs> well, that makes sense because they're so close to the big ocean. The least foggy station is at Valentia Island, County Kerry, which only has nine days of fog per year. Ah. Good on them. Fog free. I'm sure they tried hard. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just big people there with big fans just blowing away the fog. Fog be gone! We don't want you here! Um, so, apart from becoming a recluse, any more tips on staying cool? Um, splash yourself with cool water. Okay, great. Um, drink lots of fluids. So, like, water. You can have juice or smoothies, but don't have too much of that because sugar. Unless you're like me, in which case I love sugar. <laughs> <laughs> have all the sugar you want. Yeah, um, listen to the radio or TV in case they start being like, oh, the heatwave is going to get worse, you're all about to die. The end is nigh. <laughs> Could you imagine, what would you do if you had to just give these sort of reports? Like, your boss comes into you, yeah, well, you just let everyone know there in the next bulletin that uh, they're all going to die. I don't think, I think if we did it on our breakfast show, no one would believe us. No, they would just be like, ah, they're messing. Yeah, there'd probably be like a government issued thing where you just like, right, let's just put up a a, a piece of audio or something. It's like Leo Varadkar going, hey lads, we're all going to die. Good luck. I can imagine Leo Varadkar playing out on the radio going, yes, you are all about to die. And someone's like, ah, that's just an impersonator. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's just Mario Rosenstockton with more of his gift grubs. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, yeah, there's nothing that you can really do. Just, like, wear loose clothing. Yeah, floaty clothing. Yeah. Linen. I don't know. Is it linen? I think linen is good. Okay, well, yeah, sure. Just call me Gok Wan. <laughs> Just don't be stupid, basically. Okay, that's what we can take from this podcast. What to do if you're melting, don't be stupid, stay inside, splash yourself with a lot of water. No, but realistically, why would you be going outside in your jeans and your black top and just (laughs) (laughs) attracting the sun and the heat? I'm sure there would be some people out on the grass trying to get a tan. I can imagine just someone listening to this and they lost someone to heat stroke and they're like, who does she think she is saying that my uncle Ted was stupid and getting heat stroke? I'm sure uncle Ted wasn't stupid and he invested in the chest freezer. (laughs) So normally at the business end of the podcast, we would normally do something called Would You Rather, where I put a question out and it would be like, would you rather do this or that related to the topic? But this week, it's more of just a straw poll. And this is something that is a big thing in my life. And ever since I moved in with Jess, it hasn't been a big thing in my life. I'm a big fan of having the bedroom window open at night. Oh, God. I just like a cool room when I go to bed. And in the summer months, it really stresses me out because I go to bed quite early and it's quite light and I have to get up quite early. And I like just having the window open so there's a nice sort of gentle breeze coming in. There's fresh air smell and everything like that. And then as soon as you come in, the window's closed. I don't slam it and wake it up. Uh, you, you don't, but you close the window. It's, it's not the fact that you wake me up. It's just the fact that you don't agree with having the window open in the bedroom. Okay, now there's a number of reasons for this, Callum. First of all, I don't want burglars coming in. The burglars can't get into our room. You don't know that. Okay. Second- you like my mother. She doesn't like me having the window open because the burglars can't get in. The, the windows in my house at home in, in the UK are... You can't fit a person through the window. You don't know what size people are, Callum. There are burglars <laughs> of every size, every weight out there. Okay, sorry for fat shaming you burglars. <laughs> I meant height shaming more uh, so. Okay, but, sorry for know. height shaming you as well. Okay, so we could get burgled if you leave the window open. Yeah, also, my aunt used to sleep in that room. And one time she went in and there was a random cat on her bed. Now, I'd, I'd, be happy, I'd be happy with that. Would you like a random person's cat waking you up at 3am sitting on your face? 
maybe not the face, <laughs> but sitting on me, like, I'm more than welcome to have as many cats in that room as possible. Yeah, so, you know, I disagree with that. No random stranger cats. Also, do you remember the massive spider uh, that came in one night because you had your window open? I will put the we'll put the massive spider on our Instagram. My mother had to go and take that spider, and we were like, we should wake up Callum because you know he's the reason that this spider got in. Those spiders live outside the window, underneath the windowsill, and every time you open the window, you're just saying, "Come in, join us." I'm giving them a home. They already have a home. The outdoors is their home. Okay, so my question this week is, do you sleep with the window open or not in the night time? Because if I had my way, I would have that window open all night. When I lived in the city centre, I would have my window open, come rain or shine, spring, summer, winter, autumn, all the time in the night time. Good for you. So I'm definitely, I'm having my window open. You are definitely for keep that window closed. So the poll is on Twitter, at what would you pod. I'm going to go through those results next week because I am true to my word and I will definitely go through them if I win and if I don't win, then maybe we'll just ignore that the fact that we did the poll. I'm going to open a load of windows now because this studio is really warm and I think I'm getting heat stroke. You're not getting heat stroke. I can't remember just... what my name is. Who am I? What's this country? You should remember this country from the history of your people and what you did to us, Callum. Bye. If you like this episode of What Would You Do If, you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday. Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If.